Ladies and gentlemen, 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 are you ready? ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. NWA, Urban Internet News with Attitude. I'm Alexander Caden, along with Brooklyn Alexander. We're going to deal with the real news. We're just going to tell you some of it a little bit differently. Here we go. Tennessee authorities are investigating an incident where the girls' basketball team at STEM Preparatory Academy in Nashville, Tennessee, walked off the court after a referee reportedly called a 14-year-old player the N-word. What?! Vice President Kamala Harris became the first woman with acting presidential power in the nation's nearly 250-year history. President Joe Biden went through an exam at Walter Reed Medical Center in Bethesda, Maryland that required him to be put under anesthesia. He then temporarily transferred power to Vice President Harris. It's not anything new among presidents. President Bush did it twice. but. This particular transfer comes with the distinction of being the first time a woman held the power and a black woman at that. The list continues to grow. There are now 165 lawsuits filed against Travis Scott and others associated with the Astroworld Festival where 10 people died. The demand for money has gone up also. It was at $750 million, but a most recent lawsuit for $2 billion has been filed by a San Antonio-based attorney. Damn, that personal injury attorney is not playing. The parents of a black student have filed a $150 million lawsuit against a suburban Detroit school district over allegations of death threats and racial discrimination against their daughter and other black students. The federal lawsuit filed in Detroit also alleges that officials at Bloomfield Hills High School set a white teacher's decision to place a noose around the neck of a black doll and drop it over a railing was a science project. Well, tell me, officials from Bloomfield Hills High School, what kind of science project is that? Brooklyn? The U.S. Justice Department has filed a lawsuit against Uber for allegedly overcharging people with disabilities by assessing wait time fees. Oh, no, 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 no. Which is an extra cost to disabled passengers who require extra time to get in and out of the vehicle. The fee is a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Uber has been assessing the charge two minutes after the vehicle arrives. Gladys Knight's son has been sentenced to two years in prison for $1 million owed in unpaid taxes when he owned Gladys Knight's Chicken and Waffles restaurant. He pleaded guilty in July. In addition to the prison term, he will also have one year of supervised release. Brooklyn, I wonder if they're going to add chicken and waffles to the menu of that prison. <laughs> I mean, you know, why not? Well, according to the internet, Viola Davis definitely understood the assignment. Showtime released photos of its new series, First Lady, and Twitter is ablaze with how accurately actress Viola Davis captured Michelle Obama's look, eyebrows, and smirk. First Lady is scheduled to air early next year. 
Yolanda Renee King, Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s 13-year-old granddaughter, is definitely following in her famous grandfather's footsteps, joining the push for federal voting rights. At her young age, she has already been detained at protests and says she wants to be an international human rights attorney. Scientists don't know what to make of it, but so far, Africa has avoided a COVID disaster. When the coronavirus first emerged last year, health officials feared the pandemic would sweep across Africa, killing millions. Although it's still unclear what COVID-19's ultimate goal will be, the catastrophic scenario has yet to materialize in Nigeria, Zimbabwe, or any other country on the continent. A federal judge in Portland, Maine, ruled that about 140 grams of coke, 880 counterfeit prescription pills, and a fully loaded gun found by state troopers during a traffic stop couldn't be used in court because the officers racially profiled the black motorist before pulling him over. Seems like the officer was caught on walkie-talkie saying that the black motorist had dreadlocks, looked like a thug, and had on a wife beater. Well, the judge ruled that that initial stop was unconstitutional because the officer racially profiled the black motorist, and so none of the evidence collected could be used in the case. Now, that was one lucky black man. Let's see if he keeps his ass out of trouble. Tuskegee University leadership made some changes to staff, equipment, and the budget after the marching band missed a few games in a strike. That's right, the Crimson Piper Band missed a few games in protest over their frustration with the Tuskegee University administration for the lack of resources and support for their band. In response, the university has begun implementing some changes. Yeah, I think that was the right move. Representative Nancy Mace, a first-term Republican from South Carolina, has introduced a bill to decriminalize weed at the federal level, which she hopes will bring in more GOP support for the legalization movement. Sales would be prohibited to people under 21 and would establish cannabis regulation like the restrictions on alcohol. Good luck with that, Nancy. Earlier this month, a 72-year-old black woman was found hanging from a tree in Annapolis, Maryland. Police said that her death did not appear to be criminal in nature. Well, are you saying that it appeared to be suicidal in nature? Or just what are you saying? Some state Senate Democrats just don't learn. A black Arizona legislative staffer who claimed she was fired from her position as a policy assistant for state Senate Democrats due to discrimination based on her race and gender won $2.75 million after a jury decided in her favor for the second time. Yes, the second time. The first time she was awarded a million dollars and reinstated to her job with a $50,000 annual pay increase. I guess those state Senate Democrats just didn't get the message the first time. The latest antics in the trial of the white men who killed Ahmaud Arbery in Brunswick, Georgia, and the acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha, Wisconsin, might tell us something about white supremacist violence and what will be tolerated and celebrated in America.
You've been listening to UINWA, Urban Internet News with Attitude, with Brooklyn Alexander and yours truly, Alexander Caden. UINWA is produced for the Urban Internet News Network, LLC. Okay, Serenity Baby, come on in and tell them who produces UINWA. Papa. That's right, your Papa. Papa. Papa.